Good morning once again. Now I think I understand why the Lord wouldn't let me make a lot of notes because I probably won't be able to read them. He's messing me up even now. So I need a favor from you all. Today, read the scripture for me. Can you do that? Can you do that? Our scripture today comes from John, the uh, 10th chapter, verses 1 through 5. And it reads... Let us pray. Most gracious God, Lord, our Lord, our Lord, our Lord, we praise you for allowing us to be in this place today. We praise you for we know that the word that you have for us is already more than enough. God, fill us in a mighty way that as we sit here today, as we stand here today, we would gather those things needed for the week and month and years even ahead in Jesus name. Amen. Now, this, this week was a, a little bit interesting as we begin to walk into a, a new series where we are supposed to be talking about finding God in the ordinary. I thought it very strange that as I prayed for a title for this message, frequency was what I came up with. Now, in looking at frequency, I went ahead and looked at what the word itself meant. And according to Webster, it's the rate at which something occurs, the fact or condition of occurring frequently. It also means the role at which vibration occurs that constitute a wave such as a sound wave. Now, I meditated on that for a few days. Y'all mind if we just talk? Can I walk a little bit? I meditated on that for a few days, and I tried to figure out how we get from the ordinary to frequency and from the frequency to the ordinary. And in thinking back on it, what God kept bringing to my remembrance, which I think is so very, very wonderful that uh, in our children's moment they played a game, was a game that I played when I was younger. Many of you may have played it. It's called War. So me and my friends would grab these water guns and we would form teams and walk around and try to spray each other. Anybody else do that? Good, I'm not by myself. So in this, what we found was everybody was just getting wet, but there was really no winners. So one Christmas, we all got smart. And we decided that we would all get walkie-talkies for Christmas. And if we could just get on the right frequency with our teammates, we could talk even though it seemed like we were far apart. It, we, we, could, we could come up with strategies. We could warn each other if somebody was close and was going to harm our, our, our friends. We, we could do so many things if we could just stay connected. 
Now, this was a wonderful idea. It, it, it raised the game to a completely different level. We were able to do things that we never had been able to do before. We got a lot less wet, and we won a lot more games. The problem with that is this. The other team got really upset, and they got walkie-talkies too. And they decided that it would be very smart of them to go ahead and try to find our frequency so they could not only hear what we were going to do, but they could send illegal messages to us to tell us to do things that we didn't need to do. Now, that became really difficult for them because our frequencies were different than theirs. So what they started to do is they would find one of us, ambush us, get the walkie-talkie, and they had illegal access to all of our stuff. And they would say stuff like, hey, go to the blue truck. And it sounded like a great idea. Trucks are great cover. You just can't get hit with water, except what I realized is everybody on my team was related to the person that owned the blue truck. And so they would not have said go to the blue truck, they would have said go to my mother's truck or my mama's truck or my auntie's truck, not the blue truck. So what I found was that because I knew the people that I was with, because I had sat across the dinner table, I had talked to them in depth, I had played little, little league games with them, I had spent summers with their family, that the frequency of our interaction forced me to know them so much that even if I couldn't hear the tone of their voice, I could decipher the message enough to know whether it was them or not. So when they said go to Brother Crawford's truck, I knew everybody on my team called him Bubba. So we wouldn't go there. When, when they said run as fast as you can to your porch, which seemed to be a great idea because in running to my porch, if I got ambushed, I could open the screen and go in. I, I also realized that there was a, a gentleman on my team that couldn't run fast, so if he was telling me to run as fast as I could, he was ultimately telling me to leave him vulnerable because I wouldn't be able to protect him. It's, it wasn't just the voices that I heard, but it was the message that was being relayed. Can you go with me on that? Now, the interesting thing about this game is this. Our enemy, our adversary, the other team's sole job was to kill, steal, and destroy. Their, their sole job was to come in and take the messages that we had and pervert them in such a way that they told us to do things that would take our victory and make us defeated. Their sole job was to convince us that we had lost a fight that we knew we could win. That was their sole job. And as I reflected on this with a smile on my face, remembering all the great things that and all the fun that we had had, and all the people, and, and, and wondering where everybody was, I realized that's what God is talking about. If we would seek after his face when, when there are good times and when there are bad, if, if we would pray consistently and with great frequency to the God of our salvation, if we would stay in this book and just read his word, Understanding what he has said, we can hear a message and know whether it is something that would come from our God. If we would pray consistently, we would be able to, to, to sit in a place of expectancy of victory 
and never accept the words that may be coming towards us that say that we are defeated. If we would spend the time and the effort to see God for who he is, to experience God on another level, if we never heard his voice audibly, we could still hear and receive the messages that he's trying to get to us. But we have to increase our frequency. Our frequency, our our intentional move towards him every day. We, We are really good about going after God when things are rough, when things are tough, and when things seem out of place. But when things are good, we typically rely on ourselves. That is the illegal loophole that the enemy needs to get inside of our communication. It is that loophole that allows him to speak to us. And because we have not spent the time and the frequency, we fall subject to his tricks and to his words. The Bible tells us not to follow every wind and doctrine, but you got to know what you believe in order to stand on the truth. It tells us not to allow others to teach a gospel that is not in line with what Jesus himself has said. But if we don't know what Jesus has said, we find ourselves in a big predicament. Now, in knowing God and in, in seeking God and in, in, in knowing his word, we, we can stand in a place where the enemy says that there is no way that you can do that. It is impossible and you would re- be reminded that I can do all things through Christ. There, there, there are places where storms will rage in your life and wind and, and rain will begin to beat on you in such a way that you want to give up. But there's a promise. There's a rainbow just on the other side that I can lean on. There are places where the enemy will flat footed tell you that you are defeated. But my God has already said that I'm victorious. And because I know that the Holy Spirit The very word of God can never contradict what God has already said. I know what I believe. Now, in knowing that, we arrive at a place where we are able to enter into a frequency, almost like a walkie-talkie, that our enemy can't really tap into. A frequency where we begin to see things and hear things on a whole different level of frequency where we can be driving down the street praying to God asking about a direction in which our lives should go and see a stop sign that we have never seen before and realize that the peace that comes from that stop sign is the message that we need to hear. A a, a frequency that allows us to sit on our back porches and watch the flowers flow in the wind as we try to reason through the difficult times of our lives and we are reminded of God's word where it says that he will take care of even the grass that's here today and gone tomorrow and the flowers, how much more will he take care of us? We will be in a frequency where we will see our children making the mistakes that they make and tripping up in places that we don't believe they should trip up. And we extend our hand in grace and unconditional love because it's our babies and we restore them and and pull them up and help them to get along on their way. And we are reminded that God, in spite of our mess and our mess ups, loves us. He picks us up. He restores us. And he gives us what we need to be on our way. People of God, 
You ask me, how do we see God in the ordinary, simple things? And I say, it is by increasing our frequency. Our frequency of seeking his face and not just his hand. Our frequency of getting to know him in such a mighty way that the enemy can say whatever they want to say and we know without a shadow of a doubt what our shepherd has told us. Our frequency where by knowing him, by knowing all that he has already said, what he has done in our lives and the promises that he has given us, that we could sit in the ordinary places and see all of his goodness. My mother sent me a text yesterday. I just thought about this. And I think it is so fitting to what we are talking about today. And in her text message was a meme that said, when I woke up this morning, I asked myself, what is life about? I found the answer in my room. The fan said, be cool. The ceiling said, aim high. The window said, see the world. The, docks, the clock said, every minute is precious. The mirror said, reflect before you act. The calendar said, be up to date. The door said, push harder. And the floor said, kneel down and pray. There is a message in every moment of our lives if we would open our eyes and our ears to simply see it. The scripture of today, paraphrased as I have heard it for years and years and years, simply says this. My sheep know my voice and a stranger they will not follow. I encourage you today to do all that's necessary to frequently stay for the voice of God in his pages, in your prayers, and in your supplication. And I promise you, in the time of challenge, and the time of storm, and the time of trouble, and a time sitting next to a person that you don't know, you will receive a direction that you know without a shadow of a doubt is your shepherd. And as you follow the leader, you will find your way to your purpose. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.